you filthy animals. <laughs> How's my buddies over at the R2 Sonic Campfire doing today? Never know. Keep them warm. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. You guys should come. You're my good luck charms, man. I always catch fish with you guys. Is, is there room on the bus? Because I look at you guys, and the, the eight or nine of you guys impressed me a lot. You know, because I first Stop ran it. <laughs> okay. You know, no, go on. You guys. Um, I don't do advertising. You're not going to see me on billboards or in newspapers, classifieds, none of that. Well, yeah, there's that because, you know, you guys are awesome. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, that's comforting to know in case I say something stupid. No, no yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're like, you're hearing it. Real that's kind of our thing, so yeah. don't step on our turf. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> oh, man, I hope I, I hope I don't. What we're saying is actually new, so uh, that's why we're fumbling a little bit. But it, it's going to sound amazing. And we are back. You are listening to the Rutten River Pursuit Podcast. Podcast. We are sitting here around a sonic campfire. Ooh, that thing is firing off tonight. It's hot, but it's like it's. I'm uh, telling you, there's not as many flames. That's all right. That's all right because we are Reality Outdoor Radio, where our mission is to get you in the outdoors mm-hmm. by connecting you with the people, skills, and products you can trust. You, you can, can trust, trust them. them. Mm-hmm. Love it. I'm Ryan. Who do I got with me tonight? I'm Will. It's Bucky. Let's go around again. I'm Ryan. Who do you got here tonight? I'm still Will. Bucky again. Yeah. Boy, I thought maybe the second time around we'd pick up some people. <laughs> nah. It's a pretty pretty shallow night here tonight. That's it all is. right. That's more Sonic Campfire for us. I mean, you guys are going to love this show because it's just it's about pretty much Ryan, Bucky, and I. And a guest. And a guest. <laughs> and, Which, and and rolling back kind of back to some roots of ours, going back to, what, season two when we tried to do everything PA? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm this fits I've, right in. But I've before we get forward. too far. Oh, yeah. I need to hear about something. Let me tell you a little bit about something cool here. This episode is brought to you in part by Mountain Dew Kickstart. Yeah, it is. Uh Uh-huh. Mountain Dew Kickstart is a great tasting morning refreshment beverage. Don't you mean replenishment beverage? Uh, maybe, but I know I get some refreshment from it. Yeah, well, I need that replenishment. Well, maybe we'll just agree to disagree. Or we just agree on the fact that it gives you both, bud. I, I I can totally get behind that. It also energizes you in the morning to provide you with that appropriate boost to start your day. Mm. Kickstart is a delicious combination of juice, caffeine, and Mountain Dew. All three. It's got them, bud. Triple threats. It sure is. It sure is. Hey, all those flavor options are out there, too. You got the pineapple orange mango, Mm -hmm. the black cherry, fruit punch, mango lime. There's even a raspberry citrus, but guess what? I need to try that pineapple orange mango. It sounds delicious, but you got Stevie's favorite, of course, the orange citrus. Orange citrus. Those orange, the orange cans, cans. They're all full up in the fridge. You got to reach. <laughs> you have to wait around them yeah, to do. get to other things. But I usually end up just grabbing one because it's right there, bud. So, you know, if you want to start your morning off like the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Steve Miser. I know I do. Just grab yourself a Mountain Dew Kickstart. And give your day a kickstart. Mm, delicious. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so jacked up. 
How many kickstarts have you had today? Jeezy Pete's, bud. Like, I'm on my third one. Supposed to have them in the morning to give your morning that perfect boost. I've drank five, and I'm throwing PVCs right now. I told you, I need those replenishments. PVCs, Bucky. Yeah. What does that even mean? Pre-ventricular contractions. So, when you drink too much coffee, might your heart just kind of... He's just excited. That's a fancy word for being excited. He's throwing nomenclature around now. Yeah. 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 There must be a reason. I got a feeling might have something to do with the guest on the line tonight. Yeah. We are talking to none other than Gabrielle Shaker, known as Shaker Outdoors on Instagram. On the and I'm telling you right now, if you guys haven't checked this out, pause the episode right now. Go ahead. Go find her. We'll wait. Shaker Outdoors. But here she is without any further ado. Gabby, are you there? Yep, I'm here. Hey. Hey. Thanks so much for uh, taking some time out of your day and coming to hang out with us. Yeah, I'm super excited. <laughs> and I'm not kidding if anybody That'll wear off. It, yeah, it'll wear off quick. <laughs> yeah, like in two minutes. Yeah, Bucky will <laughs> wear you down. Uh, but to my point, I was not kidding when I said uh, that you, you folks should probably pause the episode and go check out our Instagram right now because you need to thumb back through that stuff. It is a she does really, everything. really cool account. Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. She is the Pennsylvania hunter. Yeah. Well, Bucky let that cat out of the bag. Well, I, I I did give it away a little bit. Oh, that's true. That's true. You did say it was going to be are, about all put things. Put the cat PA. back in the bag. Put it in back. <laughs> put it in the bag. Yeah, well, it's out. All right. Ew. Too late. So, uh, Gabrielle, as Bucky has alluded to now, uh, you are from Pennsylvania. Is that correct? Yep. I'm from Pennsylvania. Super tiny town in Pennsylvania. Very cool. And I'm, that's like the central part of the state, right? It's like super central. Super central. Yeah, like northeastern central area. Yeah, that's that's a really cool part of the state. That's actually an area where I grew up hunting. That's um, coal country. It's yeah. coal country. I right. I just, I just, it is coal country. I don't think I yep. knew that. What's what, that, bud? That it was the, coal country. The, you were. That's where you were from. Well, what? No, it's I not think where I'm something. from. Yeah. But my my parents, both sides of. Um, Your my, ruts. My parents' families are all from up in there. Your ruts. Uh, I grew up hunting in Tioga County when I first started, but then after my uncle, um, he didn't buy the farm. He sold the farm. He bought the farm? Uh, he's, well, he's since bought the farm, but oh, he sold the farm, bless. and then I started hunting in uh, coal country. I'm sorry, bud. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, no anyway, you don't talk about it. It hurts. I know. So, Gabrielle, back to you. Sorry. Enough about me, honestly. Enough. I'll get my own episode <laughs> so one of So much days. feelings. Um <laughs> Give us a, a quick little background, if you could, Gabrielle. What is, uh, what's your backstory? How long have you been obsessed with the outdoors? So I've always been such a big tomboy growing up. I remember I would always be outside in the woods and make forts and play in the mud. And my mom would always look at my legs because I'd have so many cuts on them. And she'd be like, Gabby, you're going to regret all these scars one day. So I've always been super big into the outdoors. But my dad got me into fishing when I was younger. So he would take me out and would fish and my first fish I ever caught was a bass, and I remember him nice. telling me to hurry up and throw it back in, and I just cried because I wanted to take it home as a pet. <laughs> <laughs> I remember giving it a kiss and throwing it back in, and what was awesome about my dad is he'd take me out fishing, him and my pap, and then he'd bring me and my siblings home, and there's six of us, and he'd sit us around the campfire and show us how to flay the fish, and then he'd go in and cook it. And my dad didn't hunt. Um, He did hunt before I was born. And then when I was about two, I guess he sold his bow to buy me and my sister Christmas presents. Oh, wow. So I was not exposed to hunting 
I'm tearing up. Yeah, yeah. I promised Way myself I would. I know. I was. I when he. I only found this out about mm, two years ago when he actually bought a bow again, and oh, wow. I was really shocked that he did that because I don't think I'd ever be able to do that. But part of me was also mad that he didn't keep it and get me into hunting. At yeah. younger age, he could so, have passed that ooh. down. It would have exactly. been exactly. I could have had giving. his bow. Yeah. Well, so. Nancy, think maybe we should edit that. That might hurt Dad. Like no, I no, double bad. That won't hurt Dad. <laughs> all right. And in all honesty, you wouldn't want that bow anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's probably not. <laughs> Whatever yeah. Easy Bake Oven or Light Bright you got back yeah. then is is way better than that bow. Probably better. Yeah. 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 Probably. Cabbage Patch dolls. <laughs> But certainly the, uh, the the thought behind all of that and him actually being willing to do that does speak oh volumes. Oh, my gosh, it's an insane, yeah, because I think about that. And I don't have kids right now, so I don't know how I'll feel when I have kids. But right now, I don't know if I could ever give something up that I love so much and I'm so passionate about to buy presents. Sure. I would think I'd just want to pass that down. But he got me in a hunting or fishing, which was nice, and I still fish. Um, but I did not start hunting until I met my husband. So we met when we were 15 and he lived in Delano and that's about 40 minutes from Mount Carmel. Okay. And I didn't have long distance calling and we had no cell phones, no driver's license. So every night I'd wait for him to call me at nine o'clock. And the first year of us dating, I did not go to his house because I was terrified of his parents. So, um, so I finally started going to his house and hunting season was coming up and we finally were dating for a year. So at this point, I'm 16 years old and what 16 year old girl doesn't want to spend every minute with their boyfriend. So when hunting season came up, it is true. So hunting season came up and he told me he wasn't going to see me for a couple weeks. So I thought he was going to break up with me. (laughs) Yeah. So he invited me out hunting. He was managing. He was managing expectations. That's pretty yeah. good. That's I, pretty I good. So. Honest for being such yeah. a young young man. He was very <laughs> mature. Yeah. For that, is, that is a mature thing to do. Yes, it good was. On him. Yeah. Oh, this, what's like his name? <laughs> his name's Cody. Good on yeah. you, Cody. Uh huh. <laughs> so I love it. I dig his me. honesty. Yeah. Yeah, he was pretty honest. He told me I could either come or I won't see him. So I decided I better go with him. And I went out with him and his dad and a couple of their friends. And I had no clothes to wear. So his dad gave me boots that were about three sizes way too big and clothes that did not fit me. Sure. And. We went out and I got to see my husband harvest a dough and we came back and his dad showed us how to butcher it and we had it for dinner. So wow. it took me right back to my childhood with my dad. It's a circle of life. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's two episodes in a row. You yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. I, no, that's that's super. I cool. wanted to hit that button. You know, I wish we had a button that I could hit that circle of life button. <laughs> you yeah. have to get one. You have it inside you. You don't need a button, but yeah. <laughs> you got it. I love it. But yeah, the way that you the way you describe that though is, you know, it really does harken back to the days that you had going fishing and bringing it home, and you know, your dad showing you how to clean the fish and then cook it and eat mm-hmm. it for dinner. You're seeing that same yep. thing happen with uh, with this dough being harvested. Good for him for taking one on your. That was the first time you ever. You know, sat in on a hunt? 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. I did. I mean, I didn't know anything about hunting at that point. So going out and just sitting with him and, and they would did drives a lot when I first started hunting. Now my whole style of hunting has changed, but they would do a lot of drives. So just to see that and then see him drag it out of the woods and then in the frying pan, it was just crazy because I've never even ate venison before. Really? Yeah. That was the first time I ever had it. Wow. And how delicious was it? Oh, my gosh. It was so good. And I think it was better because I know all the work that went into it. That's true. It does add a, a, a level of taste there with the appreciation that comes with all that. certainly does. Now, yes, definitely. I, I mentioned to get to the next point. And, and what... Well, what do you have? Scratch it, Get some salve. What caused <laughs> you to say... When did you take the next step and said, saying, I don't want to just sit here and watch anymore? So... It actually took me two years before I started carrying a gun because I just liked going out and sitting with him and watching. And, you know, I still got super excited, but I didn't realize the amount of excitement that you actually get when you're the one behind the weapon. So it took me two years until I decided, okay, I think I want to try this. And the first hunt that I ever went on where I actually carried a gun was a pheasant hunt. And I just remember going out and getting a pheasant on my first hunt and being hooked really so, was that the first time yeah. you ever went pheasant hunting you were successful yeah. on your pheasant yeah hunt. yep now that's crazy did they have a dog that was flesh and birds yeah we had we had a dog her name was autumn they just actually put her down oh. a year ago oh, oh that's, yeah that's too bad well the reason i asked and the reason i was surprised that on your first pheasant hunt you were successful it, it would make, it would make sense that there was a dog involved. Usually, the first oh, time yeah. we take somebody out, yeah, they're the dog. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were the dog the other weekend. Go we took our boys out in the morning, and then uh, we went out, and we were the dogs, and it was tough. Yeah. You yeah. don't get a lot of shooting when you're the dog. <laughs> no, you don't. Or they just surprise <laughs> the heck out of you. How about that? Yeah, it. We love pheasant hunting. I'm glad that you. Uh, that a lot of people should cut their teeth on that. It's just a yeah. wonderful well, way to get outdoors. It, it's a great way to get outdoors, and you get to do it with mm-hmm. other, other people. So it it the, you get the social aspect before you get to the lonely aspect of hunting. <laughs> yeah. Plus, you don't have to be quiet, which is a plus. Yeah. Uh, now you another were, plus for Bucky. Yeah, that you were successful couple, recently. Couple on a yeah, and you don't hunt, have right? to be still either. Yeah. That. <laughs> Sorry, you were successful on a recent hunt though, right? For pheasant. Yeah, yeah. We went out. Um, when did we go? We went out this past weekend. We went out deer hunting in the morning and didn't see anything. Well, I saw actually two doe, and then we decided that we wanted to go out pheasant hunting since it was the opener. Yep. in Pennsylvania and we went out and uh, we actually took our dogs for the first time so that was interesting <laughs> uh, <laughs> and what yes you have some dogs uh, that should produce some Be good hunters yeah. you would think <laughs> by the looks of them what kind of dogs do you have <laughs> I have Bear who's a German short hair pointer and then Browning who's a wired haired pointer wow Bird, yeah. upland bird dogs. Compl- yeah, they're it, supposed to be. And great oh, names. They're <laughs> wonderful <laughs> names. I'm jealous. What they, yeah, they did they just like to sniff flowers or chase deer? So, not that they just think they're playing. But the problem that we had is we had Bear, the short hair pointer, since he was a puppy. So he stays really close to us. We whistle, he comes back, and he actually did 
catch a pheasant. We had to just release it then. And then um, he also flushed a pheasant, which was really good. So he did really good. Um, the problem comes with our wired-haired pointer. So Browning, we got him from Virginia. The owner sent me a couple of videos of him on his first time out on, on a bird hunt. And he was pointing those birds so good. So we get him. She did say he was a little gun shy, but we did not know the extent of his Ooh. gun shyness. Uh -oh. So we've had him for three years now, and this was the first time we took him out hunting. And he didn't do bad, but we kept him on a long lead for sure so he didn't run off. Gotcha. Uh -huh. Yeah. That's, that, but he that's didn't probably smell something. any birds. <laughs> but that's something that'll get, a, I think, you know, with time. More, ex yeah. more experience in the field. I think it helps with that kind of stuff. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. The more we shot over him when we were out, the better he was getting. And after we got a pheasant, we showed him it, you know, after the shot. And he seemed interested then. So I'm excited to get him back out, hopefully on Saturday. Save that wing of that pheasant or a pheasant. Oh, yeah. Him. I have some actually on the top of my fridge right now. And just let oh, him cool. just let him gnaw on that and get, mm. get to loving on that thing. Yeah. yeah. I think even I definitely the, do that. the time in the field, then, you know, just watching bear work is going to help. Too. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a cool thing to watch a pair of dogs. Oh, my gosh. It know, is working so and learning cool. together. It's good stuff. Well, good yeah. luck. Good luck with that. And you're going to have to keep us up to date, at least on, oh, your, I definitely on, will. on your Instagram, because that'd be yeah. awesome to watch these dogs mature okay. in the outdoors. Yeah, for sure. We'll uh, keep you updated on it. That's Bucky's way of just opening up the door for that way, you know he's stalking you. <laughs> you can stalk me. It's fine. <laughs> just, no. I want to be the first you time. Yeah. He's not used to having permission. I'm not stalking. No, I'm just <laughs> keeping tabs on our former guests. See, now it's not stalking, though, because yeah. I gave him permission. And is it stalking if I'm completely in the open about it? No. It, uh, we no. just said that. There's probably guests that we could talk to that would say, yeah, it is still stalking. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> but I... I stop when I get, like, the third letter. That's true. Cease and yeah. desist. Yeah. Oh, Bucky. He's a good boy. So uh, Will, Will alluded to something earlier about, you know, pheasant being a great way to, to cut a new hunter's teeth on, on spending time in the outdoors. But you also recently posted some pictures of the way I got my teeth cut. Is that the right way to say that? <laughs> By a dentist. <laughs> By a dentist. Uh, no, I, I started my obsession, really, in the outdoors. I've hunted deer all my life, but really it was that squirrel hunting. Oh, uh, my gosh, yeah. yes. You've got some bushy tails on there recently. <laughs> I did, yeah. Tell us now a little bit about stalking. the time you spend squirrel hunting. So I me and my husband, we love squirrel hunting just because we like small game hunting. And it's something we don't hunt together a lot. I'm mostly by myself. Um, so when we do go out, it's nice that if we can do something together. So we went, well, actually, I only went deer hunting that morning and then he was going to go small game hunting. So I got off my stand around 11 and I said, well, come pick me up and I'll go small game with you. So he just got a new it's a triopa gun and it's a 410 and a 22 in one gun. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I've never shot a 410 before. Is that like an over and so, under situation? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. an over and under. Um, I normally just use my Henry open sight 22 for squirrel. Nice. Wow. Yeah. But I decided I wanted to use that. So 
we're riding on the quad to our spot and we see some squirrels in front of us. So we hop off the quad and we just sit for a while. He goes walking one way. I go another way. I shoot. I get my squirrel. Then he ends up shooting a red squirrel. And I was super jealous of him because... (laughs) I have been wanting to shoot a red squirrel forever. I knew where one red squirrel was, so I hiked probably like a mile and a half up this mountain the one day, and I saw the red squirrel, and I shot it, and guess where it fell? Right between a rock ledge. Yeah, that is the worst. There's no way getting to that. Oh, no. Nope, it was in there. So... Repel. You could repel down. You could repel I down. I could repel. I'm, I'm guessing yeah. it was it was probably a pretty oh, snug it was crack. A fissure. It's oh yeah, there's oh, no way I'm sitting. Squirrel understood. Fissure. Understood. Okay. <laughs> All right. You could have you could have went and bought a pet snake, trained it. Yeah. And could have got it to retrieve that. I don't know. You could have accomplished all of that in about it's a skeleton. day or two. But. Yeah, it's skeleton in about five years. I'll have to keep that in mind for next time. <laughs> wow. Well, sorry about that. My, my boa, my boa retriever. <laughs> my boa exactly. Retriever. There you go. Um, but yeah, we love squirrel hunting. I got two squirrels last year with my bow. Oh wow! What? Those things are yeah. Those we were sitting in the in a deer blind, and this is one of the rare occasions that Cody decided that he'd come out with me. And we were sitting together, and we had the squirrel in front of us. We were not seeing any deer, and. Of course, squirrels get annoying after a while. You don't say. (laughs) (laughs) They get so annoying. You're going to fling a $10 arrow right to it and possibly lose it. But yeah, with a $15 broadhead on the front. Oh my gosh, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Did you whack it with the broadhead or did you get it with the, the field tip? I got it with a field tip. Add a girl. Keep a, yeah. keep a field yeah. tip in your quiver just in case. Always yeah. keep one, yeah. Super smart. So. For the record, chipmunks are the worst. They're way worse oh, yeah. than squirrels. Chipmunks but. suck. <laughs> I had a chipmunk bust me during um, oh turkey hunting this year. Yeah. Yeah, they chirp. And they don't stop. No. no. They yeah. don't know how to stop. And then they just rustle in the leaves, and then the turkey looked at me and walked the other way. Yeah. Stupid Alvin. I, <laughs> oh, I hate the chipmunks. <laughs> Me too. High pitched little tone little Sorry, you were you were saying you were in the blind with Cody. The squirrel was out. Oh yeah. Front. So the squirrel was twenty yards. I ranged it and it was just on this little tree. So I decided I was gonna shoot something that night, so it might as well be a squirrel. So I shot it and shish kebabed it and fell off the other side. And then I got the squirrel. Nice. There you go. Yeah. So, Gabby, I got to ask, before you switched up your arrows to go after uh-huh. this squirrel that was bothering you, did you have any conversations with Cody? Like, is there you guys placing any bets on whether or not we're going to hit this? Because, yeah, I mean, in all honesty, I've beer. hunted a lot of, of archery sits with my son who's, you know, he's at that age now. He's 15. He's super trigger happy. He's ready to, to shoot as soon as he can. Um, you know, I've been in the stand with him, and we've literally placed bets on whether or not he could actually hit the squirrel. So I'm wondering, is there any of that kind of talk going on between you and Cody? There wasn't with squirrel hunting, but there always is with fishing. We are super competitive when it comes to Uh, fishing. I know a few boys like that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But we'll have to keep that in mind for next time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it sounds like you're not having any trouble hitting them, so maybe you should uh, play some wagers on that. You'll have to bet him something. Yeah, some money. 
<laughs> nice. There we go. So we've got pheasant hunting taken care of. Small games. We talked about the squirrel hunting that you've been doing. Is there any other small game that you guys are taking care of up there? There used to be a lot of rabbits and grouse in that oh, area. Oh, grouse, yes. I did see a grouse the other day. They um, are the worst. But, oh, my gosh, yeah. They scare the crap out of you. That's the only. You'll be walking, and then you'll have a heart attack from a grouse (laughs) flying. Yeah. It it happened to me once. Yeah. That's it? Yeah. It's the only time I've, and I don't even think I saw it. So it's almost like a snipe in my head. Yeah, you just hear, like, the helicopter going off next to you. It's like a Pennsylvania snuffleupagus <laughs> i've never seen it that's its, its scientific name yeah <laughs> in my head uh, it is. no those things will scare the crap out of you that's for sure have have yeah, you now you're in an area where there are a lot down here in in the south central part of the state there really isn't a lot of uh grouse at all I don't know that I've ever oh, seen wow. one down here. So oh. these boys may not have experienced it. Although I guess, Will, you you're from Bedford, so you've probably heard. It. Have you ever heard them drumming? Like yes. they'll sit on a stump and just they just sit there and they're like, thum, 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 thum. And yes. it's, it's they're doing it with that like like Tommy Lee thing and what? Yes, from yeah, Motley exactly Crew. like Tommy gotcha, Lee. Gotcha. <laughs> Holy buckets! <laughs> All right, let me change up gears here quick, Gabby, That's before we metal, lose man. Bucky. So that's heavy metal, buddy. <laughs> you got introduced to basically the hunting side of the outdoors a little bit later in life and through your husband now. Mm-hmm. You, know, you were just dating at the time. Um, that's a very similar story to quite a few you know, PA huntresses have... that we've spoken with mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah. in, in recent time. That it's, it's that they're being introduced to the shooting sports mostly through well, their spouses most of them had it's have had some exposure early on yeah lost it and then the spouse sort of rekindled it re- rekindled that so just i wanted right. to them straight my follow-up so, question. Were hanging out or not <laughs> that cody he knows what he's doing any of our any of our younger single listeners out there who are thinking about what they need to tell their girlfriends here soon during you know hunting season i'm coming tired up, of giving all this advice it. i feel like we're carrying the Anyway. The weight of the youth. What I what I We're need to know. Showing them the way though. We're trying to increase number numbers. <laughs> yeah. Again. Yeah. Gabrielle, what I need to know is if your story also holds true with a lot of the PA huntresses that we've been talking to, where once the spouse, boyfriend, husband introduces their significant other I see to the outdoors, y'all start showing them up real quick. <laughs> is that a true statement? Uh-huh. With some things, I mean, he definitely shows me up in deer hunting, but I think I show him up in pheasant and squirrel and turkey because he's never gotten a turkey. Had a girl. There you go. I mean, I've only ever gotten one, but I've only ever seen two in my life while I've been hunting. So, yeah, you should hunt with Bucky. He always sees them. That's true. When I can't not shoot them. Not when he's turkey hunting. That, that yeah. is when I see them, too. I just had a flock <laughs> of hens by my stand the other day, and you can't shoot them until Saturday. Oh, tell me about it. I had like 20 of them. You go, girl. <laughs> yeah, I could have got with a bow. It, oh, Gabby, it's so frustrating. What, two years ago, I had two, I mean, big old Tom show up the day after. After oh, after oh close. my gosh! I mean, he, and I, 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 they were licking the tip of my arrow. Like, <sighs> they were that close. <laughs> That's close. They were I that close. I swear, to me. 
these animals have to get together and they have to talk and know when our seasons are because mm-hmm. I always see turkey when I can't shoot them, squirrel when I'm not going out for them, and deer when you can't shoot deer. They downloaded the calendar app on the P- PA. That's what it is. Yeah. They must have figured out how to use it and put it on their iPhone better than I can. I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> still, can. I still just go to the website. So here's another question. Knowing the, the area that you're hunting in, um, any bear? In your so, in your past or your near future? The only time that I have ever seen a bear was last turkey season. Me and my husband were walking down the tracks, and uh, I see this bear at, like, 50 yards, and I tell him, I say, Cody, there's a bear down there. He's like, no, that's not a bear. That's a deer. I was like, no, Cody, that's a bear. <laughs> so I starts walking across the tracks, and he gets so scared, he puts his hands above his head, waving his gun, and I'm trying to take a picture of it, so I'm trying to tell him not to scare it off yet. But <laughs> that thing was gone. Yeah. Well, he'll appreciate that story, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he loves them all. Um, but, yeah, I don't actually ever get my bear tag just because I never see them in my area. Okay. And, you know, where I hunted a good bit in my youth um, is not too far from where you guys are at. And there were some bear around. So, yeah, um, you may want to just consider getting that tag. I got a feeling. Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll have to get it. I mean, we get them on our trail cameras sometimes. But yeah, and there's enough of an overlap. It's usually just a mom with a little, little bear. You should probably consider picking up that. Uh, that license because there is yeah. there's a good bit of overlap in everything. That's yeah, true. especially this year um, they opened up the muzzleloader, the early season muzzleloader. Yep. And then it just started with archery on the 28th. And I believe you're in one of those wildlife management units where the full first week of rifle season, which of course this year starts on a Saturday. Yeah, is, I think it is, is there. Is buck only and oh. bear comes in. Uh-huh. You know, there's yeah. an extended bear season in, in that yeah. area. Yeah, and that first week, all I see is doe that that's, you can't shoot. Hey, that's generally how it works. <laughs> Again, that's why we call it hunting, but I, fe- I, I feel your pain, Gabby. <laughs> you may pain. just want to consider picking up that bear license and just say. Yeah, I'll have to see if I can still get it. I don't know if you can get it once the season starts. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay, cool. Then I'll definitely have to pick that up this weekend. Because I have to go and get my fur taker's license this weekend. Bring more field tips, too. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have a whole pocket. <laughs> You're sensing squirrel issues. Is that what it well, is, Bucky? When in doubt. I'm thinking bear. Maybe they're just big, giant squirrels. Just sit. That could be it. <laughs> it's, uh, anyway. So um, let's talk about one more thing here quickly, if we could. At what point did archery play into your passion in the white with the whitetails so i started archery hunting around three years ago okay um my husband decided that he was going to go to school to become an electrician so i was home all the time by myself so that summer i picked the bow up and i was shooting it and I, i did some 3d courses and was really just shooting it at at the bag and i before this season, I've never hunted by myself. Okay. So my husband said, well, why don't you try archery hunting? You can go out, you can learn the paths, and then it just gets you in the woods a little bit more. So when I first started going out, I'm not going to lie, I was terrified to go more than like 200 yards in the woods 
just because I didn't know them super well. Yeah. Just because I was always with his dad or, you know, Cody or someone else. So going out by myself was definitely challenging. So the first year out, I did not get a deer. I had a lot of opportunities. I actually had a, I don't want to say it was a bad shot, but it was a liver shot. So not the best shot. Um, And we rushed our tracking and I lost her. We found where she was bedding and that's just the thing I'm still getting used to is tracking a deer after you shoot it. Um, There's a giant learning curve there. And it's especially, Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I, so I have a, like that same like fear and affliction. And so I invite myself to everybody's deer track. He does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I honestly do. I try so hard to, I get really jammed up when people track deer without me, even if they know it's a pretty relatively decent situation. Easy track. Yeah. yeah. I, because there's so much that you can pick up on, at, you know, with every time that you get to do it. Yep. It's not, there's always something a little different. You can always learn some. Yeah, my father-in-law is really good at it. So he'll help me track sometimes and, you know, he'll be like, you don't always just want to look for blood. You want to look for broken branches or like leaves kicked up and stuff. So he is super knowledgeable when it comes to hunting. So I'm definitely lucky to have him help me along. So I'm going to start inviting myself to your deer tracking. Boom, there you go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I appreciate having somebody like a Will around because yeah. I'm colorblind and it oh no it's beyond rough. rough it's beyond yeah. rough yeah <laughs> that's hard so my first year yeah I had that bad, bad bad experience with that deer and I almost stopped hunting it's understandable for archery that, that yeah just not because, good oh I, my gosh I've, I've experienced something very similar to that yeah mm. so um, that year I decided, you know, there was a archery league that shot 3d targets indoors. And I decided that I was going to shoot that. And it was great because I actually met another female there and she has become my best friend and she archery hunts and she loves it. So I shot that with her and then, um, we shot a summer league there. And then that year, um, we also shot the total archery challenge. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. And then I went out and I shot a deer that season. So that was very cool. Just that little bit of confidence boost that you needed, plus all that fun you were having. Oh, my gosh. 3D courses are the best. Can can we pause for a second? Sure. Tell us about that first hunt, that your archery hunt that was successful. I just think that that's such a Yeah, what happened? That's a big deal in in a hunter's. Uh, Yeah lifetime oh my gosh you know that's a milestone yeah that's probably like one of the best hunts i've ever been on so normally i hunt like a hundred percent public land but there's a butcher down by me probably i don't know like a half mile from my house and i asked him if i could hunt there and he said yeah so i hunted there maybe four nights wasn't seeing anything so we have two days left in the archery season and i decided it's pouring down rain. I went out every day but two that archery season right after work. And then mm-hmm. every Saturday I was out. So I go to this guy's butcher shop and he's making deer burgers. And the last time I ate a deer burger, I killed a deer 10 minutes after I ate it. So 
he invited me in. He said, you know, take this deer burger to the stand, pouring down rain. I said, okay. So I walk out in the backfield and I'm hunting from the ground and I just have to use natural cover. So I actually set up underneath a pine tree and it gave me a really nice cover in the front. So I felt something looking at me from behind me. So I turn around and there are these berry bushes. They're real red. And all I see is a deer staring at me. Really? Yeah. I'm trying not to blink. And then I turn my head around and she goes off another way. So about 30 minutes after that, I had two deer come out to my left side and pouring rain. I could not get my range finder to work. It fogged right up. So I had to guess the yardage and I guessed it was 30 yards and I pulled back and shot her and she fell right down. So I didn't have to track her, Oh my. which was awesome. Yeah. That, yeah. that is awesome. Yahtzee. Yeah. On the ground. Like that's the hardest way to, yeah. to go about it. So, wow. In the rain. That, that In the pouring rain. Yeah. It was so foggy. And it's so funny because, and I don't get this way after I shoot like a pheasant or a squirrel, but after I shoot a deer, I gag. I don't know why. Yeah, it's all the but adrenaline. my adrenaline just yep. gets so bad. I just gag so bad. <laughs> you just so stop. I call my husband up, and he's like, "No, you did not shoot a deer." I said, "Yeah, I did shoot a deer. Hurry up!" <laughs> 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 so he he was at a friend's house. He was couldn't believe I was out in that. So he finally drove down to the butcher's house, and the butcher came out. He drug it to his um his shop, and I gutted it in there, and then they they butchered it for me. So it was perfect. Yeah, hard uh, to beat that. Yeah, that's good. So, stuff. so why don't you just keep like a, a pocket full of meatballs or something? And you're, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start eating deer burger before I go hunting. Oh my gosh, I'm not even kidding you. Every single time I eat it, now I can't eat it. I can't know that I'm gonna cook deer steak and then eat it. It has to be just kind of unexpected. But yeah. yeah, I killed a deer maybe like 45 minutes after I ate that, and then um, I killed a deer 10 minutes after I ate that other burger. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Bucky, you keep anything in your pockets? Uh, I'm going to start keeping <laughs> deer meatballs in my pocket now. <laughs> You're going to need something. Yeah, I'm going to need it. Yeah, like a rosary of them. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> a rosary of them. Yeah. Like those necklaces you used to have as a kid with the candies on them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I need everything I can get uh, in this meat necklace. I like it. So, Gabrielle, one thing that I didn't even realize we haven't even touched on yet, and I'm af- I'm afraid we're creeping into we're, that time zone. We're creeping. Stop yeah. it. Stop it. I'm uh, giving permission to we, go over a little bit. All right. Thanks, Bucky. Yeah, we might have a we, little bit. We haven't even talked at all about the work that you're doing with DSG. Oh, yeah. DSG is awesome. Can you talk to us a little bit about what you're doing with DSG? What's that all about? Yeah, so DSG, um, for those that don't know, it's a woman's clothing line for hunting that was made by women just for women. And, you know, I've worn That's other clothing. Bucky wears some of <laughs> I can wear some of them. Hey, my husband has wanted to steal some of my clothes, and I had to tell him no. That stuff yeah. looks good. It's yeah. sharp. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, since I've lost weight, I need a little bit more form-fitting. Hey, well, perfect because um, some of our belts you can adjust them and it fits real nice. But stop it! <laughs> and I don't know how tall you are, but the pants have adjustable inseams, so if you're shorter, you can adjust them. 
So you won't be tripping on them. You've been spying on my Instagram. Talk account. about stalking. <laughs> She's stalking you too, Bucky. Yeah. I have a I have a bigger waist than an seam, so I'm I'm your guy. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> He's a little but, top heavy. Uh, that's okay. Just size up in the in a in the top. There, there you go, go Bucky. <laughs> so DSG, um, they actually only started making hunting clothes about three years ago they they started as um a snowmobile and uh like cold gear gotcha company yeah so dsg started about three years ago and they've really evolved since then i don't know if you guys know rochelle hedrick at all yeah yes 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 she is awesome so she actually helps design the clothes and she'll go over the design with the owners and she'll tell them you know okay this is functional this is what we want to see this isn't functional and i've worn a lot of different female brands before after i stopped wearing my father-in-law's clothes and (laughs) it (laughs) it makes such a difference when you're out in the woods you're comfortable and you can actually move oh yeah and you guys don't have this problem with going no, to the bathroom that's in not the woods. True. That's not true. No, it's not true. <laughs> I, I have a... I have shorter legs, and so I'm always walking into somebody else's knee or thighs. You know what I mean? Like, like it's it's uh they're not made for me. You know? Yeah. And then uh, some of the companies have adopted that Western look. You know, oh, yeah. And I always. I yeah, we aren't uh, we aren't shaped like the Hollywood yeah, hunters. We need no, a, for we, sure. <laughs> we need an Eastern <laughs> model. But what's cool with their new drop seat bibs that they have? So if if you're in the outdoors and you have to go to the bathroom and you wear bibs as as a woman, you have mm. to take your jacket off and then you get cold because only your base layer's on. So DSG actually came out with a drop seat bib pant. So there's zippers on both sides. You just on sip and you get to go to the bathroom and it makes it so much easier than having to throw your gun down and in your backpack and take your clothes half off and so, so and go to the bathroom you mean they zip they, they they zip down from the waist on each side of your legs like on the hip yeah so it's like a yep. like front and back like a banana peel your pants can peel off of you yeah, so okay just- i'm trying to give a visual because i i need this as well because I, I I understand you you ladies need to do it every time you need to void yeah. either uh, either yeah, number one or number two. <laughs> sure. But I've run into trouble in the out of doors going number two and because I don't have to like be I don't have to do it all the time like the ladies because when I have to do number one, I can stand up and do yeah, the you're easy. Lucky. Right. Yeah, exactly. But I'm not near as experienced with the squat and drop, if you will. <laughs> And oh yeah, well, this is a game changer. Yes, and Just it's pick yourself up a pair. I mean, they're nice, they're camo, but it's there very go, hard Bucky. not to drop what you're doing into your drawers. <laughs> oh, Bucky, you know what I mean? I need some of them britches too. Yeah, I, th- I seriously used these the first time the other day, and I was amazed. I just sat there with a smile on my face while I was king. Can you? Can you? Game uh, changers. Can you DM Rochelle and tell her that we need some DSBs? Uh, just a, yeah, just I'll a pair for Bucky. I'll tell her. Please, please, I would be more than welcome to beta test. Yeah, you'd be happy to. Any expansion. 
We'll get you set up with some. No shame she's here. looking for some DSP models. It's We're better guys. To, it's better to feel good than to look good, guys. And I will be exactly. the first. And if that can help me feel better or more confident when I'm going it out, it might in the actually woods, make I'll you be, smell better. You'll it, look yes, good and feel good. Yes, and here's I, the bottom line: when it comes to my hunting clothing, with the, with maybe a handful of pictures, that's about it. The only people that see me in my hunting clothes are deer, and most of them don't get a chance to talk about it. You know what I'm, talking you know what I'm about saying? It. Yeah, Boom. yeah, Boom. I do. <laughs> I do understand that. <laughs> Unfortunately, Sorry. everything that me sees being me, silly. that deer looks up and up in the ladder stand, and it sees Bucky, and it's like, oh, he must work out. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking so good. Oh, you know what? I gotta, I gotta put a end to this. You guys are killing me. This you're too, killing me too much. And we are actually bumping up on time. We didn't even get to talk about fishing with her. No, we didn't. But that means Bucky. Yeah, fishing's my favorite. Tell us what that means, Bucky. That means Bucky's favorite. Do it. A reinvite to the guest. That's right. He's oh, always Gabby's giving away coming back another fishing. I have not done this for a while. Though I have not. It's not at least since last week. Not for <laughs> at least since we've had a new guest sponsor. I gotcha. Which has well, only been a week with the change, so it goes without saying, Gabby. One of the members that's not around the table tonight is Stevie, and he wouldn't have allowed us to get this far without talking about fishing. So and, and we will certainly have to have you back on and and talk a lot about this. I mean, I've seen some amazing pictures from largemouth, smallmouth. She fishes pickerel. all denominations the, of fish. That picture of that pickerel <laughs> was amazing. I've I've caught pickerel. Oh, thank you. I've seen pickerel, but I don't one. think I've ever seen a pickerel that big. That yeah, was significant. A big uh, pencil. They are fun. Yeah, they are. But I hate when they bite your line. That's right. True that. <laughs> Gone like the wind. Put a leader on there. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I usually don't even think I'm fishing for them. I'm usually going for bass, and then all of a sudden I have a pickerel on. Wham. Yep. Here yep. they are. They'll hit, they'll hit <laughs> all those same lures. But anyway, before we get oh, too deep gosh. down the fishing trail, what we got to do, Bucky, is we're at that point of the show so that we call the Fast Five. It's bittersweet, <clears throat> bud. I don't want to stop. It's all right, Bucky. You'll be okay. I promise. You can so, listen back. Gabby, what we're going to do is this segment we call the Fast Five. We're going to ask you five questions in no particular order, and you just answer off the top of your head. First thing that comes to your mind, there are no wrong answers. But we'll let you know if there is one. Yeah. If, yeah. if, you, do, if you do get it wrong, we'll be the first to tell you. We'll tell you. <laughs> no pressure. None at all. So uh, I think what we'll do is just fire them off. So number one, Gabby, what's one thing that you can't live without in the outdoors? So I think for me, one thing I can't live without is probably those hunts that you're unsuccessful. Because if you went out and you're successful all the time, hunting would, one, be super boring. But also I think being unsuccessful and going out and trying and trying and trying again, it makes that moment of your harvest so much more special. Thank you. I needed that. That is deep. Someone... I Hold needed on a that. Second. That could be the best possible Absolutely. answer I've ever heard. I mean, that I can't. I'm still processing I'm, it. No, I'm shocked. It, it, <laughs> that I needed to hear that answer tonight for the way I've been feeling about my 
whitetail hunting. Did you start sulking? She no. I, I'm getting to the point where I'm getting starting to get frustrated, guys, with yeah. s- spending so much time air, just close but no cigar. And I know that's part of it. Well, and I didn't help. That's anything. the part that Gabby can't live and, without. And that's perfect. That yeah. right. And and I've been trying to hang on to that. Yeah. But She's thank you, Gabby, it. for validating. You're welcome. For, for bringing that back up to the. I service. can't believe it. There's four other questions. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what this. Let's just stop. I mean, well, we on. told her there's, there's got no it. wrong answer Guys, so far. Can we can we change question number one now? Because I don't think we'll ever get a name. We call it the Gabby question. Yeah, that's the Gabby question. Now. <laughs> oh yeah, just retire that. Question. Yeah, that question needs to be retired. Uh, we could maybe make that a thing. But keep it on Maybe. the list and call it the Gabby question. Just a reminder, though, we do call it the Fast Five. <laughs> yeah. So well, not sorry, anymore. Guys. Not anymore. Yeah. Not after that answer. We call it the Bucky Five. <laughs> yeah. Come on. All that right. Now, incredible. number two. What's your favorite movie? My favorite Bridesmaids. That's a really good one. That's a good movie. Do you ever see it? Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Only when made oh to. Only when made to. <laughs> <laughs> I cry every single time I watch it when she's sitting on that sink going to the bathroom. That's That was the scene I was thinking of when they all start getting sick from the meat. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. It's the best. And when she takes all the puppies when she leaves. The... Oh, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> uh, Bucky? Gabrielle, what is the one thing that you do daily to prepare for your outdoor lifestyle? One thing I do daily? Um... I guess just get inspiration from other people because I'm always on Instagram scrolling through trying to see, you know, what everyone else is doing. So I think going on there, finding different wild game recipes and different ways to hunt. I definitely look on YouTube a lot for that, too. Awesome. Awesome. Great call. All right. Then number four, this could be hunting, fishing, anything in life. What's on your bucket list? Oh, my bucket list is. Definitely a red stag hunt in New Zealand. I thought she was going to say red squirrel, but all right, red stag. <laughs> a red squirrel hunt in New Zealand? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of on my bucket list, too, because I, I had that awful experience with that one. So. When you, as soon as red came out, I was like, no, she isn't. Red fox hunt? <laughs> yeah. Out of all the hunts, I think squirrel hunt. Red snapper? Red, oh, red stag would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, absolutely Yeah, red stag awesome. would be super cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Number five, what makes you happy? Makes me happy. My husband and my dog. Solid answer. I was going to say, Cody makes me happy, too. <laughs> yeah, Cody yeah. sounds like a keeper. He's good, a keeper. Good for you. Yeah, he's a, he's a good boy, except that when we went bow fishing this past weekend, well, two weekends ago now, uh, the captain of the boat decided to dare him to put his hair into a mullet, and I am not digging it. No, oh, no. He actually <laughs> cut it? It wasn't just like a... Oh, no. Oh, he boy. bought the captain a wig, and he cut his hair <laughs> into a mullet. And he's keeping it until a Christmas party. Well, rightfully <laughs> so. I'm going for a mullet. Bucky's hair grows Maybe that way. Maybe you'll look better. I don't know. You know I've what? never seen anyone look good with a mullet. I'm, I'm, I'm going to perm mine, though. Mine's going to be curly in the back. Oh, All right. I love well, it. Curly is better than straight. His is a little wavy, so he's not quite I'm curly. Crying. I'm on Team Gabby with this. Yeah. It's good stuff. I'm not going to support the mullet. I have a hard time supporting <laughs> Will's man bun when he throws it up. So I need a Brett. Oh, my gosh. I, I need a Brett. 
Yeah, I'm, <laughs> oh, good stuff. Well, Gabrielle, thank you very much for, for taking the time with us tonight and talking to us. Um, a lot of fun. This is a great conversation tonight. It was, yeah, it was too, a little fun. too much fun. And I, I said it at the beginning. I'm going to say it again. You guys need to go. Everybody listening, go check her out on Instagram. But, Gabby, if you could just remind folks, what is the best way to follow you and keep an eye on everything you've got going on? So definitely head on over to Instagram and follow Shaker underscore outdoors. I post on there daily. I usually try and do like a story on how my hunt went that night. Um, and I try and post whatever I'm doing. So on my Instagram page, you'll definitely see what seasons are in because when it's summer, <laughs> you'll all you'll see is fish. And now we're getting into hunting, so that's all you're going to see. Very cool. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you again very much, Gabby. It's been a blast tonight. We, we had a lot of fun. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much. It was a fun time. It went too fast. Way well, too fast. Actually, Will, I just <laughs> oh. saw the look in Will's eyes. That's right. I'm sorry. If you could, Gabby, hold on the line for us because we're going to be sending you some coffee. Do you like coffee? I love coffee. My husband loves coffee more. Oh, is that right? Well, I guess you guys are going to have to fight over this because what we're going to do is... I like those mochas. Yeah. <laughs> like the mountain. Oh, just, yeah. You know what I mean? Good. There's nothing better whenever it's cold and you just... Oh, that is delicious. Yeah. But what, <laughs> what we're going to do to thank you for being such a wonderful guest, we're going to send you out some duck blind coffee. Mm. We're going to need you to migrate blind. over to a better cup. That's right. Our friends over at duck blind are going <laughs> to... Generously, generously, have provided some coffee for us to send to our guests as a thank you. So we're going to send some of that right your way. Oh, that's awesome! Thank you so much. Very, very cool. So hang on the line, and we'll get uh, information from you so we can get that out. All right, awesome. Thanks again. Thanks, Gab. Ryan, before this ship sets sail, uh huh. Can you tell us who this month's sponsor is? I can tell you, but a lot easier than you can ask that question. <laughs> This month's episodes are brought to you in part by Protection First Class Outdoors. PFC Lubes were designed and developed to protect and lubricate your firearms, your bows, your tree stands, heck, all your outdoor equipment. Guys, I'm telling you, this stuff was originally designed to use an automotive undercoating. Now, don't get more corrosive than that. I heard that. That's true. To make sure you head on over to pfcoutdoors.com, check out everything they got going on over there, pick up some of that lube. It's the ticket. Love me that PFC, too. Mm. Ah, Good stuff. <laughs> I just can't get enough. That needs lubed. That needs lubed. Get in there. Not anymore. Love it. Mm. Guys. Yeah, Ryan. I don't usually jump right in and say this. This is usually something we leave for Will. Yeah. But I believe that that Sonic Campfire was served some justice. Oh. We crushed it. Yep. Gabby was awesome. So, Bucky. Yes, sir. Where can folks find us? Hey, they can find us at RuttenRiverPursuits.com, at Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rutten River Pursuits. And, of course, on YouTube, you can find us at Rutten River Pursuits Podcast. Podcast. And don't forget, you can download this episode and all our episodes at most uh Podcast, podcast apps. apps such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. iHeart says radio. I, I know do, you do. I do love that. But I like Spotify the most. Very, very cool. Good job, boys. Another great episode in the books. Perfect. Talk to y'all soon. Rig weedless. Peace. See ya.
Let's Sorry, Gabby. That's how the magic happens. Screwing it up already. <laughs> you blew it, bud. I'm deleting oh, that. She's trying to make the season five intro with that one. I like it. <laughs> Screwing it up already. And then you'll have a heart attack from a grouse flying. <laughs> yeah. It, it happened to me once. Yeah. That's it? Yeah. It's the only time I've, and I don't even think I saw it. So it's almost like a snipe in my head. Yeah, you like, just hear like the helicopter going off next to you. It's like a Pennsylvania snuffleupagus. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it. That's its, its scientific name. Yeah. <laughs> in my head. Uh, it is. Oh, yeah, well, this is a game changer. Yes, and it's... Pick yourself up a pair. I mean, they're nice, they're camo. But it's very hard not to drop what you're doing into your drawers. (laughs) Oh, Bucky. You know what I mean? (laughs) I need some of them britches, too. 